Ba-doom. All righty. Um, very happy to welcome a guy we don't talk to very often, have talked to from time to time uh, uh, when he started to serve our country. I, I, when I, He served our country uh, as a congressman and as a veteran of the Iraq War uh, and in other ways he has been very much involved. It's kind of, he says, the way he was raised by his family. Very famous last name, a very famous name overall, the Grand Rapids veteran and former congressman Peter Meyer has announced he's running for the United States Senate. Peter, always a pleasure. Oh, thank you for having me on, sir. It's our pleasure to have you on. What made you decide to finally throw in on this? You know, I've I'm not the type of guy who can sit on the sidelines. You know, we're in a challenging moment for the country. And looking at both the economic uncertainty, the, the state of our fiscal situation, of this multitude of crises that are confronting us abroad, um, I've been frustrated to not see folks outlining a positive future-oriented vision, you know, not explaining how we get from where we are to where we need to be in 2050. So I'm running to bring that to the field. You've said, Peter Meyer, that... You know, we're in dark and uncertain times, but we've made it through worse. There are some great challenges for our country right now. Uh, But you do believe that there are better days ahead under the right leadership, and you want to be a part of that leadership. Do you think, um, as the list grows, is this going to be a problem with the number of people running for this Senate seat that uh, is being given up by Senator Debbie Stabenow? No, I actually think having a robust field is important to reflect a variety of views, a variety of opinions, and spark as lively a dialogue as possible among the primary voters. Right? If you just have one or two people, it's easy for it to get into negative campaigning and, well, this guy is terrible because of that, or, yeah, look at what she did. If you have a large number of people, then they will be talking about what matters to them and having an opportunity to reflect and hear back from constituents. I think it's um, it's good for democracy. How did you react when apparently this morning a intern ran amok, uh, ran amok uh, in the party, the uh, Republican Party, and wrote uh, this, quote, Peter Meyer voted to impeach President Trump. Remember that. That was from the Michigan Republican Party's official account at about 9.45 this morning, didn't take them long to say, wait a second, some punk, some intern did that. That was not the Michigan Republican Party's uh, message. How did you react when you saw it? Uh, Find me somebody who was not shot and off-the-cuff comment across the bow on social media and then thought, ah, maybe I shouldn't have done that, right? People are human, right? I, I take no offense. I think I welcome a spirited discussion. It will be a lively primary. I look forward to talking to everybody and anybody, including, you know, potentially that intern. That's interesting. That's a very, uh, I can't, the the word that comes to my mind after reading that you and your wife prayed about entering this race, I would say that's a very Christian way to respond to something. And I would also say that we don't see much of that anymore, do we? It'd probably be nice to have a little bit more of that in politics, right? I mean, again, I'm used to having tough conversations with people where you can't forget the humanity behind somebody else. And especially when there's somebody that you probably agree with on 95% of issues, spending all your time focusing on ways to dislike somebody 
I mean, it's counterproductive. It's not a way to expand your understanding, to build relationships, or frankly, get something done. Former United States Representative Peter Meyer, of course, born and raised in Grand Rapids. I, I did not remember that you attended West Point before enlisting in the Army Reserves. You were later deployed to Iraq, where you conducted intelligence operations to protect American and allied forces. So uh, uh, in terms of, uh, of uh, experience, you match up with our next guest, in fact, just coincidentally, uh, Mike Rogers. We share some elements of the background. I know he also served in the FBI. Um, I spent a little bit more time overseas on the nonprofit side, uh, working in Afghanistan as a conflict analyst for the aid community. Uh, but like I said, we certainly have a robust field of folks who bring a lot to the table. And you have a new son, and uh, that especially weighs on uh, people's minds. You you have a child, and you then feel an even greater sense of responsibility to do everything you can to ensure our best times lie ahead. Uh, and I, I fully understand that I embrace that. What is this president doing right, and what is this president doing wrong? You don't have to go on and on about either one of them. <laughs> How much time do you have? Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I think some ways in which he's responded to, you know, vigorously emphasize American support for Israel, I, I think I, I was frankly impressed by that. I wasn't expecting him to do so, given a lot of the divisions within his administration and, frankly, a lot of folks on the Democratic side of the aisle who were sympathetic to Hamas. Um, that, that's probably the best thing I could say, because when it comes to economic mismanagement, fiscal spending that has normalized crisis-level approaches and just the ways in which our long-term economic picture is being hampered. Uh, he just needs to reverse course on each and every policy from, you know, the way he's opened the border and refused to enforce our immigration laws uh, to some of the weakness he has shown abroad, you know, starting with the botched Afghanistan withdrawal, which was, I mean, that, that was like a knife in the gut to me. And I know to a lot of the folks who served overseas, not just their experiences feeling like they weren't worthwhile, but also seeing the allies we left behind. So uh, I would urge him to uh, not seek another term. And uh, if he truly does, then I will do everything in my power to make sure he's a one-term president. Every, well, not every, there are even, even I should say, there are Democrats who finally are speaking up and realize the man just doesn't have what it takes to run again for president of the United States. It's sad, but it's a reality in terms of his cognitive difficulties. It's not, it's not a slam it's an observation. Now, how do people learn more about your vision for Michigan and, for that matter, for America? I'll be coming to a place near them soon. Um, but in the interim, we're on Facebook at Vote Meyer, on Twitter at Vote Meyer, and www.votemeyer.com. If you have any curiosity or confusion about how to spell that last name, it's M-E-I-J-E-R. And if you're not familiar with it, you may not be from Michigan. So. <laughs> I was just going to say, you took the thought right out of my head. Uh, you must not be from Michigan, but just in case, www.votemeijer.com. Best of luck to you, Peter. Thank you, sir. Appreciate the time. All right. I'm sure we'll talk again soon as we get closer and closer. Tomorrow is Election Day, by the way. Let's not forget to exercise our franchise. Um I know that we don't know a lot about what's going on, but they, the front page of the Detroit News talked about some pretty 
important things that are uh, going to be lots at stake in metro area election fights. So read up on it and get out and exercise your franchise tomorrow as we continue on WJR.